Hello and welcome back to another episode of Unlicensed Therapy with me, your host, Ari Manis. Today we have an amazing guest. I'm sure most of you listening already know who he is because you're here for him and not for me. But some of you are here for me. If you are here for me, my guest is incredible. I was a fan of his YouTube channel from back in the day. I'm currently a fan of his podcast and him on G4 TV. You're going to love him. But before we get into the episode, I want to read this week's Apple Podcast reviews. I'm starting to read them as often as I can remember in order to motivate you guys to leave them because leaving them helps the algorithm and helps people discover this podcast or so I've, I have been told. So please leave a review five stars if you haven't already. I'm only reading the positive ones. This review was from uh, May 25th, three days ago. I'm recording this on the 28th because I am going to Detroit tomorrow with my family. I'm going to go visit Brian, my favorite reptile breeder and friend. And it's going to be a fun trip, but let's get to the reviews. This one was left May 25th, and it was by Grand Tempt. The subject is, I love the Arnie Mantis podcast. Ah, flub my name. Funny. Five stars. I love the Arnie Mantis podcast. I saw Arnie live with Tio Vafon in Portland, Oregon and became a fan and have never looked back. I thoroughly... (laughs) I'm bad at reading. I thoroughly enjoy this podcast. I hope everyone reading this review gives it a chance. And to the people reading reviews, before you actually listen to the podcast, I hope your grandmother kills your other grandmother, Hari Krishna. All right, Grand Tempt, thank you for the review. Uh, You might be mentally ill. I think you might be mentally ill, and I think a lot of the people who like me are, and I think I am. So welcome aboard, my mentally ill friends. This next review was left the day after the previous one, 526, May 26th, and it is by It's Chris Fry. Subject, Ari is the man. Exclamation point. Five stars. I trust this man so much that I gave him my parents' Netflix login. Thank you, Chris Fry. Thank you for the Netflix login. I have a little Google Doc that I keep with all the logins that people sent me uh, because I posted on my Instagram story that I'm looking for Netflix login. I got a Disney Plus login now, HBO, Netflix, Hulu. I ain't paying for that shit, dude. Not when you guys are sending them to me. Thank you. Thank you, Chris, for the Netflix. I've been enjoying it. From time to time. This last review also left May 26th from Jordan Michael, Jordan underscore Michael, five stars, subject quality podcast. I went to my friend's wedding in Kansas City and decided to see Theo Vaughn at the improv. Ari opened for him and killed. As someone who has only seen stand up in progressive cities, it was fascinating to see his crowd work with the Kansas City crowd. Been listening to his podcast since. Funny dude, great host, unique guest, and professional therapeutic advice. Thank you, Jordan Michael. I appreciate that. Thank you to the people who have been leaving those reviews. I hope you keep them up and check it out if you haven't yet on YouTube as well. When you're at home, you got it going on YouTube and Spotify. We're everywhere, baby, and I appreciate it. And I hope you guys enjoy the episode.
fight single-handedly broke up my marriage. You're an awful person. You're 24 years old. Why would I listen to you? Why would you be giving therapy and advice to people who clearly need it? It doesn't make any sense, Ari. This is a horrible idea. You're listening to you're listening to unlicensed, 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 unlicensed therapy with Ari Mendes. So the blue compass is you need to adjust each thing, right? So I like these that it's like there's no adjusting. It's just yeah. you're ready to go. Because I like to move around a little bit. Or at least have the option. I'm a very physical podcaster, you know. Everyone, everyone sometimes is. Sometimes I'm here, and sometimes I'm here. Why do you think it is that people like to watch just talking heads? And I get it because I prefer it too. If I'm at home, I rather yeah. pull up a podcast on YouTube than I do on Spotify or Such Apple. Such a good question. I, I I've been one of the first things I ever did in comedy was like intern on a podcast. This was like in 2006 or 2007. I've been so into podcasts for years and and why'd you never do one until great question. I, I think YouTube definitely had a lot um where I had to, you know, there was a lot of energy put into like the video side. But I I consume more podcasts than I do any other you know type of uh medium. It's kind of like YouTube where you could look up anything yeah, like, and there's a podcast for it. Totally, yeah. I do that a lot. Like you know, I'll uh, if I like I'm into like UFO stuff, you know, and then I'll, I'll be like, oh, I, w- I want to know more about this specific encounter, you know, and then mm-hmm. I'll just search in the podcast app for that, and then find every podcast that covers it, and then instead of reading, so you're a legit UFO nerd because I've seen. Your ghost video, a California ghost. Oh, have you? Yeah, that was um, so. That was probably the most fun thing I ever did. I don't it know. Was if it was obviously funny. Yeah, but I was like, he's got to probably be into this shit on some level to make this. Yeah, you know, there. I I listen to the nerds, mm-hmm. and then I I would probably consider myself like a casual enthusiast, you know, because I I I won't be able to rattle off the the specific dates mm-hmm. and times of many things, but I can kind of like take all the info and make and, it funny. Well, yeah, either that or just like, I just, you know, I, I my therapist seems to think that there's a healthy amount of this that you can do, but too much of it is like, is a little bit too much of an escapism thing. I, uh, I've never been to a therapist, which is pretty unhealthy. Dude, then that's the new therapy. It's yeah. not doing therapy. Is it? <laughs> Everyone does <laughs> Everyone therapy. does therapy. Yeah, it's Mental Health Awareness Month even, I just learned. So. I just don't have it in me to like self-reflect. I don't yeah. want to go down that rabbit hole. Sure. That's yeah, yeah. scary. Oh, I spent That's... a lot of time like circling the drain, like wondering what's down there. Yeah. You know, when I got in, it's it's not so bad. You know, not that bad. The right the right guy helps. That's I, the I, other thing. You gotta yeah. find the right therapist. It took a while, you know. And I even did. Uh, I tried these like apps, like Better Better Help, help or, yeah. and I don't know if they're a, a sponsor or not. They uh, won't sponsor me because I make fun of not really make great. fun, but I do. Great, because I had therapy. a terrible experience. <laughs> On the app, I I went on the app and I was like, because because I was spending, I was doing like couples therapy in a relationship mm. that didn't work out, and I was spending like three hundred and fifty bucks a session per was, for an hour for a, for an hour because this guy was like, is that the normal therapy cost? That's uh, abnormally high. Okay, because he was recommended to me by um, Jamie, who I do the podcast with, and you know she's a celebrity and she mm-hmm. runs she runs in that circle, you know. All her friends are oh, all so this celebrities. Was a, uh, this so they, was a high-end therapist. Yeah. Yes. 
But uh, still on BetterHelp or off BetterHelp? This was off BetterHelp. Off so BetterHelp. we did couples therapy, and I really liked the guy, but I was like, I can't spend $350 yeah. fucking dollars per session. So I was like, let me go on BetterHelp. I, I heard it advertised. And <laughs> I'll I was like, figure this out. I'll get us a couple bucks. <laughs> they, uh, then they ask you, they give you a, a list of questions that's, you know, like, what kind? What are you looking, you know, what are you sad about, you know? Uh, and then they <laughs> match you with somebody. And the first person they matched me with was like this 28-year-old, like... You know, he looked like he looked like a bunch of the kids I just drove by, you know, on Sunset. And like, you know, probably has one of those slings across his chest. And uh, I not to discount the, his ability, but I, I feel like I really need to know that the, my guy has seen some stuff or has some experience. It would be hard to go to therapy with someone younger than me. Very hard. It would be like, yeah. what do you know? Yeah. I, have you even ever been in a fight with a girl? Have you even had your heart broken? Yeah. He's like, dude, I just graduated and like I play Call of Duty all day. Like, well, how bad could it be? And so I I sent him to BetterHelp's credit, I sent them a message saying, Hey, do you have anyone older that has like maybe five years, ten years experience, maybe? And they're like, sure, no problem. They set me up with this guy who was like 60 something, fine. But he was like he had no insight into anything. He was just like if you were to sit down on a park bench and an old guy was feeding the pigeons right next to you, like the type of conversation you would have with that guy, totally nice and pleasant, mm -hmm. just didn't give me didn't give me anything. He was just like, mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, wow, I see that. that must okay. be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you make videos, huh? Well, you know, I always wondered how people do, you know, it's like, like, all right, dude, like, am I, <laughs> you think he'd get it? He's on an app. Yeah. You're yeah. like, how'd you get here? Um, so long story longer, I went back to the, the $350 an hour guy. Was he hurt at all that you left him for a bit? Not for at better all. help? No. Did you tell him? Did you like, I tried better help. I told him all, dude. <laughs> That's the beauty of this guy is like, I realized that this guy, cause I really did like him. I just didn't like how much I was paying. I was like, can you yeah. just like cut me a, a little bit of a break? You're like, I'm not a celebrity. Yeah, exactly. I, I make videos give on me, the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me just a, so he gave me, he's like, if you Venmo me, we can do 320 and um, and then we'll <laughs> we'll cut down to twice a month as opposed to every week after a, after I feel like you're ready. I'll give you 30 bucks off, just Venmo me. That's, <laughs> That's such a casual yeah. thing for a therapist to say. So he's great. Uh, I, I still see him twice a month and, uh, you know, he's, he's really helped a lot, which is such a, he, he should for that kind of amount of money. You <laughs> yeah, know? for but 600 bucks a month. I do not recommend that you go and spend that kind of money. There's a guy out there for you that's... Do you still have the thought sometimes? You're like, yeah, he's helping me, but is he $600 helping <laughs> me? <laughs> All the time. Uh, but you know, Is he Carly helping me? Right, exactly. Yeah. I could be driving another, you know. I mean, there mm. he has been... Uh, and we have just such a rapport, and he knows my ex, too. And oh, me yeah, and my ex he, are always off and on. So like he has great insight into the things I do. And wait, he still, so your ex also goes to therapy with him? No, but when we were in couples therapy, we went together to him. Right. Oh, so he knows about so her. So he knows about her. He, he knows, knows your past tendencies. And, and, and he's, he's, here's the thing. I feel like I get more out of an hour with him than I would be able to get with like three or four with other people. So that's how I rationalize it. Cause he cuts through the bullshit and he'll just tell me things 
He's like, dude, look, uh, you pay me a lot of money and I could sit here and we can talk about this one thing for a while, but like, it's clear that this isn't working for you. You need to drop, you need to drop this, Yeah, you know? And I'll he be like, oh, wow. Yeah. You know? And then we'll spend the rest of the time talking about like his life or <laughs> his vaccine. Uh, he's like, he, he spends a lot of time telling me about his investments, which I think is really funny. And I'm, I'm he a, sounds like a good dude. Sounds like a good guy. Good Jewish. Would you man. ever? Do you ever see yourself? Is this taboo to say to a therapist? Like, if you like him, hey, you want to hang out sometime outside of therapy? You're I feel like to, you can't do it. I, I I don't think I will, but I feel like he would be like, yeah, let's go golf or something, you know. And then he would charge me. For, <laughs> so and then he would charge he would, me for the. Nine I feel like or he would do it because he wants to keep that six hundred a month. He's like, yeah, okay, I got to go golfing with him every three months. Yeah, he's keep got client. He's got. Uh, when we went to twice a month as opposed to every week, I felt like he was waiting for that gap to open up so he could charge somebody else like four hundred dollars an hour. You know, there's yeah, he he's so in demand. He busy. Yeah, good for him. And Kill yeah, him he's again. through the pandemic. The dude's been. Do you think that I could go on BetterHelp? Photoshop a certificate saying that I graduated with a psychiatry degree. Yeah, and get put on the roster. Psychiatry degree. Because it's like Uber. Sounds good. It's just all you do is probably upload a document and you're on the app. Yeah. Like how... how, Do you uh, think I would get sued? I'd probably get sued for it. But it would be a fun experiment. I I feel like there's... uh, I feel like you could probably do a lot of good before they found out, you know? Like talking to you. I'm just trying to to help people. Think of how much yeah. experience you have talking to people. Decent That's got to be valuable in I some sense. I think I could give more insight than any 28-year-old. 20, Absolutely. And you got to change the name to licensed, licensed therapy, therapy. You know? And then I, you can start, you know, I'm going to look into the legality of it. And if it's illegal, I'll still probably do it. I think you try it. Yeah. Like, what's the worst that could happen? I get sued for my net worth of nothing? Right. Big deal. <laughs> That's Take right. Take it. Take it all. Yeah, I just uh, I may, maybe take a look one day if you ever do find someone that you think uh, they were gonna kill themselves anyway. That wasn't because of me. That, no, that they, had nothing to do with me. Those guys, I I I helped them from probably <laughs> keeping from doing it for for a few weeks. I'm yeah. pro pro suicide. If you want to take your life and you're in a lot of pain, go to Canada. Go see those. Uh, yeah. That's legal there, right? In Canada, you can go to a doctor and they could put you down. That's getting yeah. Hard. You know that uh, reminds me of all the hubbub that when. We were younger in the 90s. There's a lot of Dr. Kevorkian talk. You know, there was like, you remember Dr. Kevorkian? Those that I've he, heard then. Is he, he was, the abortion doctor? He's the assisted suicide doctor. I see that's assisted suicide. And, yes. they, you know, and, and he had this very sort of ghoulish appearance about him. And, uh, you know, there was a lot of people that were like, you don't have the right, you know, you're helping people. And then there was the other people like, he's just helping people go peacefully. It know? is a dark path to take as a doctor though of all the type of doctors you could be yeah. like i'll take that lane yeah imagine surrounding yourself with death all the time maybe he had some maybe someone in his family he wishes as a kid he's like i wish i could have put that person down and taken them out of their misery <laughs> totally. so that's why i chose yeah this life i'm just gonna do it over and over with other people <laughs> it's yeah. a it's a niche it, yeah yeah it, it would be e- it would be an easy doctor all you do is what give someone a shot that's it well, could you know? Easy job. What do I know? I feel like if I know about that, that says a lot about me. You know, you have a lot of you know a lot of weird topics you could know about. I mean, that. the par- you know the paranormals yeah. really. That's that's my shit. I lived in Roswell, New Mexico for two years. You lived there two years, freshman wow. and sophomore year of high school. I went there. No for, shit. The New Mexico Military Institute. 
located in Roswell, New Mexico. Wow. Because the crash happened just outside Roswell and in Corona. I didn't even know that. Some people think there were two crash sites, you know. One in Roswell, one in Corona. Well, one in Corona and then one one in the, just a, maybe a little bit farther south. But what, what was that like growing up in Roswell? Because I imagine tourism there is solely based on that. Is so, there anything well, I didn't, else? Gr- I didn't grow up there. I just went to two years of high school there. But oh, okay. Um, yeah, there's definitely like their McDonald's and Walmart is UFO themed. Yeah. yeah. Have, you ever, have you been there or no? No. Okay. Never. Yeah. The whole. But city, I was gonna Airbnb a place there. It's not. I mean, it's a shitty little town. I sure. I grew to like it actually, so yeah. I go there for nostalgia reasons every now and then. Yeah. But definitely not worth going if right. someone's listening like i kind of want to go to roswell it's not really i think you'll be disappointed but yeah. you could make it part of a bigger trip you know you can go to carlsbad caverns in new mexico yeah and santa fe and albuquerque and all these, and then it's i'd say worth it's a like stop. a stop yeah. yeah yeah i you know it's so funny uh i think there was like a right before the pandemic happened i was going to go to like a rage against the machine concert like uh in texas and we were going to do a stop in, in uh, Roswell. Roswell, yeah, yeah, and uh, but it's surrounded like there's like white sands. Uh, you went to a what kind of high school? Military high school. Okay, were you mm. in the military? After? No, they wanted. It was a army preparatory high school. A lot of people did. I'd say I want to say like fifty percent of people went the military Whoa. from that school, or a high percentage. I don't know what percentage. Yeah, but I did not. And know. you just went there for two years. I went there for two years, but I did want to join. They brainwashed me when I left. Yeah. When I went back to San Diego, where I'm from. I told my parents, I was like, I'm joining the Marines. Well, yeah, San Diego's are where they college. do the, the Navy SEAL training, yeah, too. Yeah, right, the Navy SEALs. Coronado I was like and... super gung-ho about it. Then I kissed a girl, smoked weed, and I was like, I don't need that. I, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to let this go. Yeah. Did you did you do the same thing as me where you spent a lot of time uh, wanting and fantasizing about being a sniper? Uh, I would fantasize about being a jet pilot. Jet, yeah. That's the more... That's, Killing people like. from the sky. Totally. Yeah. There's something some, would be cool. I definitely like shooting guns. They do have the similarity of of like being at a distance mm-hmm. and being able to do do damage. Definitely. I watched all those sniper documentaries on whatever fucking channel, but they were like, you know, they'd go to England and do their uh, document, how they, all the... Uh, sort of schooling that you have to go through and the tests that they make you do, like the one where they have like the uh, the teachers, they're up in like a post and they got binoculars on. And then all the students have to like inch their way through tall grass mm-hmm. until, without being detected. Without being detected. Yeah. And then like the spotter will, will see, they'll be like, stop, put a flag. They'll get a guy to go out there and put a flag and then like move the flag. And then if they spot them, you lose. Yeah. But like- Oh, and then they got the they got to do the thing where they got to like look at a thing and then sketch it, and I you know all that stuff was so fascinating. To it me. is, and yeah, it's yeah. super competitive. You would never expect because I don't know any snipers, and like yeah. I know tons of people who play baseball right. or played when they were a kid. I don't yeah. know anyone who's yeah. like I want to be a sniper. Yeah, but then you watch, you go down these YouTube rabbit holes, and they're like. Only five percent of people who want to be snipers end up being snipers. Yeah. You know, it's I like think that's really what talked me out of it. Yeah, me too. Because yeah, I want a shortcut to stuff. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, it, you watch. You can watch anything on anything, and you'll be like, ah, I can't do that. You that's know, too hard. The fantasy for me was like I would be. This is how I imagined I'd become a sniper. I would be at a, a gun range with like a you know a rifle or even a fifty cal first time. And then I I line up a shot that's a thousand yards away or whatever, and then at first bullet I go, think you know, and then the 
in my fantasy, the the instructor comes over and he like takes his earmuffs <laughs> off and he's like, Whoa, son, have you ever shot you ever shot a rifle before? And then I go, no, it's the first time. And he like br- he brings me over. He brings me over to like his superior, you uh-huh. know. And so and then they they figure out a way to get me into the Navy SEAL sniper program. And then I go straight top of the class in every category. I think that's super plausible. You would think if I was a, a sniper, yeah. if I was a Marine recruiter or Navy recruiter, I'd go around to every shooting range yeah. and I'd be like, hey, you ever get a gem? You ever get right like a, a new person that's crazy good? Yeah. Give them my card. Totally. That's a great <laughs> way. They've yeah. gotta they've gotta be out there selling it and finding uh like they do for baseball, like the baseball recruiters, you know? Or hanging out. Or if I was a recruiter, I would just hang out at the sniper range. Yeah. And get some practice in. Yeah, I'd see someone good and I'd and I'd try to poach them. I'd be like a, a talent scout in Hollywood who For, goes who goes to like improv shows to yeah. find talent. Instead, I'd be That's at the range. Right. Yeah. Be like, you got something here. It's yeah. Good. You're special. Put this one target out there, you know, <laughs> that if you, if somebody hits that, they, mm-hmm. you know, it, 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 even it, it if you're not there, a, yeah, yeah, it triggers a hotline. <laughs> sends an email. It's like a push notification <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, to your BlackBerry because you would have a BlackBerry mm-hmm. or a sat phone. I did for a uh, bachelor party. I called a gun range because I wanted to, me and my friends to all go do sniper. Your bachelor party or you were putting no, it on no, for someone? I was trying to yeah. do it for a, a, a buddy. Mm-hmm. And it didn't end up happening, but I did end up calling this place and like making a reservation. And they were somewhere in like, somewhere in Los Angeles. They had this big range. And I was like, we want to shoot big guns. We want to shoot 50 cal guns. My name is Kasim Garaiba. My brother is coming. His name's Omar Garaiba. (laughs) And like, I was like, and then I never ended up coming. And I was like, oh, I bet you I'm on some sort of list. You know, I bet they flagged me. I think you were born on a list. Today's podcast is brought to you by Happy Dance Premium CBD Skincare from Kristen Bell. You know Kristen Bell, the movie star, the beautiful actress that Rick Glassman somehow got on his podcast? How did he do that? I want her to do my podcast, but at least I get to use her new Happy Dance whipped body butter and her coconut milk and her bath bombs. I have been using these products for the last two weeks, and they are incredible. The bath bomb, as you guys know, I take a lot of baths, uh, typically on the road in hotel rooms because my bathtub is disgusting and filled with men's hair and dirt. But when I go on the road, I love packing this with me and I look forward to taking a happy dance bath bomb bath and I get out and I feel extra relaxed and then I rub myself down with this coconut melt and this whipped body butter and I just feel all moisturized and yummy and i know it's not a food but it's just a yummy product and i feel really good after using it and i'm gonna continue using it i am going to until i run out and then i'm gonna have to buy more but right now i still have some left and it's a wonderful product as a listener of my podcast you can get 15 percent off of your first happy dance order but only if you go to doahappydance.com slash ari that's 15% off of your first order of Happy Dance CBD skincare at doahappydance.com slash Ari. Support Happy Dance, which in turns supports the show and also helps you relax and feel good and feel good about your body and take a nice fun bath. And, you know, this is a good product. It's Kristen Bell and it's kind of feminine marketing, but I'm a man and I like it. So I think you could use it if you're a man or a woman 
or a couple maybe use it. That's a good couples activity. Take a bath and drop in some happy dance bath bombs and then get out and just rub each other's body with the CBD melt with that ha- coconut melt or the body butter. I would like to rub it on a woman's body and have her rub it on my body. That would be, oh, yeah. So go to doahappydance.com slash Ari for 15% off of your first order. You're going to thank me. <laughs> I was born on the <laughs> As list. soon as you crossed into America. <laughs> That's right. Wait, you yeah. were born in Jordan, right? I was I born think, in yeah, Jordan, yeah. And uh, and then spent six months there and then lived in Saudi Arabia for four wow. years. And then... Uh, when you were four years old? Yeah, up yeah. until I was four. So and then we don't remember it. I, I remember very little. Yeah. You know, but I do remember bits about it because we were in a, we lived in a compound it's just a walled off neighborhood you know and that's where like expats live and like people just working abroad live were your parents uh also from jordan my or? dad's jordanian yeah. my mom's egyptian and uh my dad's been in hotels his whole he retired a few years ago but oh, so he was I was in ask, why were you in an expat community well, there's, uh, that's just where some some expats, like, you know, Americans oh, would, would go. I mean, happened. it was just a safer place. Yeah, yeah. You don't nice want to fucking live in, like, Riyadh. Or, right, you right. know, there's uh, there's parts of uh, Saudi Arabia that's just not that chill, as we might say. And Saudi Arabia is the place where if you get caught stealing, they chop off your hand? Yeah, I think that, I mean, I think that's one of the, I that's think in so the more crazy. of the, yeah, the, the stricter parts. Because, like, like, every country, there's, like, a progressive side and, like, an... Right, right. Uh, yeah, I think I think Riyadh is probably that place. That'd be insane. It'd suck. Get my hand chopped yeah. off. Yeah. Uh, cybernetics and shit, you know? Transhumanism. Who's but, ever getting their hand chopped off can't afford cybernetics. They're not. They're, they're just not trying to get that it. loaf of bread like Aladdin, you know? I did birthright one time for yeah. being a Jew. Yeah. When'd you go? And probably like six years ago at this point. It was a oh, while ago. Not, yeah. Well, that's relatively recent. I'm 31. Yeah. yeah. And I was late doing birthright, so it was probably 20. Yeah, probably like five, six years ago. Yeah. And you go to the Dead Sea, and that's on the border of Jordan, so you can yeah. see... It's weird because you're in Israel and you can see Jordan, but they don't like each other. So it's yeah. like this weird thing. Yeah. But it's like, man, it, it, and you see the people on the Jordanian side and they're yeah. just normal people. You're like, it's crazy that we and can't they talk all, to them. They look similar too. It's not like uh, it's not like you're um, just like white and black. It's like everyone's brown yeah, over there. Totally. And the Jordanians are, are a little better than I think like, you know, if you were near Syria or like, you know, Iran or, you know, the... But there is that tension. I had yeah. a friend when I was in, I visited Jordan 2014 and I had a friend who was in Israel and he was like, yeah, dude, just come visit. Just hop, pop over. I was like, no, they don't. <laughs> My family won't. They're not cool with that. You know, can't just bop over. We're talking about the Gaza Strip here, dude. Or vice versa. If I wanted yeah. to pop over to Jordan, I'd be like, I don't think it's safe for me there. It's not that easy, dude. Yeah. And even though it's just like a valley and it's just, that's it. It's like, you know. It's a Jordan River. It's where Jesus was supposedly baptized. You know, it's like how we just show so much sim- similar. Uh, it's just like so two entirely different, distinct religions, but they're separated by like a cup, like a mile, like a two mile. I don't know how. how by very little, but yeah. also generations of hate and rivalry or whatever. So good. I don't even understand. It's like a, it's like Air Force versus Navy and football. All I know is Trump was going to fix it and then they took him out. Trump yeah. was fixing all the problems over there. It was going so well. Yeah. He was fixing everything. They got rid of him. They 2024, made up the we still got a shot. You know? Did you, was there something in your life that caused you to love UFO stuff? Or does it just, I it think, always sparked your interest? Did you ever see a UFO? 
No. And like, I, lo I, I look up to the skies all the time. <laughs> you hope, you're like, you hope it's like, yeah. God, you hope it'll come speak to I'm, you. I'm wide eyed all the time. You know, when I'm in Hawaii. But you do believe, you're a believer. I, be I believe that there, for sure, there are UFOs, for sure. Like that's, you know, even the government is admitting that now. What those are, um, it's open to, I'd like to think that there's like some sort of other life form out there, but I, I won't ever know, you know, that's part of the sadness. Probably not. Probably not. Even, even though, you know, things are like, seem to be really speeding along in that, in that world. If you did know, would you vlog about it? <laughs> yeah, what I'd do is uh, I'd be like, hey, guys, what's up? Kasim here. Um, <laughs> pretty big news about UFOs today. Probably real. But before uh, I get to that, I just want to say we're giving a giveaway. We're giving a PS5 away to my viewers. <laughs> All you got to do is retweet. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if there was an There wasn't an event. I spent a lot of time as a kid alone, um, you know, just like every other fucking kid. I was bullied a lot, right? And so when I would come home, I would just want to- You were uh, bullied? Yeah, I was bullied a lot, you know. Why? I had real, you know, I had bad acne. I had oh, an okay. accent when I came over. There, uh, okay. I was just not from here, and I moved to like- Now you're like a good-looking guy. Thanks, Got an dude. internet following. I feel like you'd be internet doing following. the bullying. Yeah, it's- That's the cool thing these days. It's got, you gotta have it. Yeah. Or else you're a fucking zero. In LA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're a loser. Uh, so I spent a lot of time watching like- um, you know, that show Sightings. I watched oh, yeah. uh, Leonard Nimoy's In Search Of. I spent any, uh, at the Scholastic, you know, you get the Scholastic book flyers in school and mm -hmm. you could order books. Uh, it was either on ghosts or UFO or whatever. I would order all There was all a those. few Disney Channel shows on Paranormal that I watched and I can't remember the name of it. But yeah, yeah. I watched those too. I saw a UFO. I wanted to tell you my UFO story. I'd love, yeah. And it, it was, was in Roswell. Of course. Yeah, and it's real. I, this, yeah, this is a hundred percent right. I, I I'm fucking listening to you with my entire this, body. Swear to God, okay. I'm not crazy. I don't believe. I don't really believe in God. Although sure. I say God bless to people a lot. Yeah, it's um, polite. And you know, I love. Uh, I love them, but I don't really believe in them. Sure. And I, not a conspiracy theorist. I don't, you don't got to do this with me. Just tell I, dude. You seem like a very normal. I'm so normal that I'm weird. That's how normal I am. You you seem to have a cursory knowledge of many things. You know, <laughs> I don't know if you have any passions. I've got like three, three passions. We'll get okay, into that. So, yeah. I was cleaning. They did something at military school called cleaning your stoop, and that's when you basically just mop and sweep outside of uh, your apartment door, your your yeah. dorm door. Yeah. So it was like there's this cement strip just to walk away for people. Yeah. And we kept the whole school was immaculately clean because we sure. all cleaned it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So probably I think once a week we had to mop and sweep the stoops. Too often they were clean and we'd still have to do it. Yeah. It'd be like this doesn't need mopping or sweeping. We'd have to do it. Doesn't matter. And we do it yeah. as a troop. So <laughs> there'd be or as a squad, we'd get assigned it. So there was about is eight of four, us. Is a squad four? It's anywhere from like four to ten people. And depending. I only know that from video games. Yeah, yeah. yeah all right. So it's 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 the small. There's uh, in our troop, there was two platoons and three squads in each platoon. Three to four pl mm -hmm. squads, depending on the size of the mm -hmm. troop. So it was like me and I want to say four other people, roughly. Mm -hmm. I don't remember how many people. And we we're sweeping our stoops, and behind us was this big orange light in the sky 
and connect. You could see like the shadow of an object that it was on. And then there was another orange light in the sky that it was connected. So it was like a giant ship or object in the sky. Giant. Too, bigger than any airplane. And it was just floating there too. It wasn't, yeah. it, it wasn't making noise. And it was giant and like there was fog around it. So you couldn't get a clear view. But it was like three or four orange lights. And yeah. it was giant. In what shape? It was round, yeah. but it was uh, not like a saucer yeah. UFO. Yeah. But it was overall, it was round, but there were angles and curves. Oh, you could it see. It was like that kind of, and then round. Whoa. Around, but huge and floating there. And we all saw it. It wasn't just me, it was the whole squad. Yeah. We we're like, what? What is that? What like, time of day? This was probably 9 p.m. evening. From my oh, so it was dark. Yeah, it was darkish. Yeah, but there was lights, and you know there was lights on the mountain that you could see reflections from and stuff like that. And it wasn't high either. The ship, it wasn't like way up there. It was, I don't know, like, like it was in there was your a mountain, area. Yeah, it was maybe like right above the Hollywood Hill here. Oh yeah, it was like fairly low. Yeah, like helicopter height maybe. Whoa, would be a good way to describe. It. And we all, I vaguely remember now, but we all talked about it. That, that night, we were all like, oh, I can't believe it. And then all of a sudden, it vanished. It was just gone. Wait, so while you were staring at it, it vanished? Or you went inside, you talked about it, and then you no, went back while out? we were staring at it, it just disappeared. We're like, oh, it's gone. Like how? Like it's Like it zipped away? No. Or it just went... Wow. Gone. Dude. And so here's, the, and here's where it gets crazy. Obviously, whenever I talk to those people, rarely, we still bring it up. Like, yeah. I remember that night? Like, what was that? And then I went down this rabbit hole. At this time, this was 2005, 2004. Yeah. So there was the internet and stuff, but there wasn't, it's not like it is now. You can't Everyone just. Everyone had razors. Like, I, I like yeah. to measure time with what cell yes, phone was popular. Yes, it was popular. flip phones. I had a flip yeah. phone. Out. I had a Sanyo flip phone with Sprint PS, PCS at yeah. the time. So it wasn't like, get your phone out, film it. Uh, it wasn't that culture. Dude. But I later went on message boards, like UFO message boards, just to share my story and see this. It's a, the thing I saw is very common, that exact same thing. Yeah. I was, and I've found videos of it since then on the internet and all, uh, tons of people who have a very similar sightings and stories. So it wasn't nor something abnormal. Something with that same unique that shape. Same to unique it. shape, the orange lights, the way it disappears, like that same story is you know, it's, rampant on the internet. I feel like the thing that they saw in the Phoenix Lights, I think that was in like 99 or something like that. Similar. Big object. If you had to guess how wide it was, like measuring by football fields, how many uh, football fields? Three or four. That's huge. Yeah, huge. Yeah. And that, floating, not like yeah. gliding or... So the Phoenix Lights happened and that was... A whole city saw it, right? And it was about that size, maybe even bigger but the mayor came out it's like this very famous incident in ufos where whole city saw it the mayor came out the next day had to make a statement about what the fuck happened right and he turned it into a joke he's like uh-oh he brought he had one of his like assistants dress up in like a uh, alien outfit and turned it into a joke right just recently has come out saying like no dude i i'm, I'm sorry for doing that it wasn't 
I was just trying to make light of something that I didn't understand, but I did see something. Even, you know, this dude, yeah. this fucking mayor. And everyone describes, I think sometimes we hear about like a triangular giant thing, you know? Mm-hmm. I got to imagine, you're right. There, there's, there's White Sands missile testing range. There's like Alamogordo, another place. And then there's like a third one. That I yeah, there's remember. tons of military bases all around there. Right. And so... And it's the desert. So it's a perfect place to test shit out. Perfect so place it could to be, test shit. So it could be government. It could be, but also mm-hmm. that's... Even if that is government stuff, we're, like that technology isn't like still right. not used. Yeah, yeah. We don't 100%. know. And it seems like the stuff that's coming out from the government now with all these like uh, the the Navy videos that have come out, there's like a FLIR video that's come out. It's, they're saying like, look, here's here's stuff where we don't know what it is. And uh, for the first time, they're like publicly admitting that, which is like, cra- it's just crazy to me that the government mm. would do that. But there's some, there's, it's just clear there's stuff out there. You know, and and that that mystery about it, I don't know what it is about all this stuff, but it like fascinates me. It's very fascinating. I would like more transparency from the government. Fuck yeah! I'm a whistleblower. I think uh, what's the guy who's arrested? Who's Snowden? Snowden. I'm on his side. Yeah, man. Let the secrets out. I don't want to be kept in the dark. I don't think we deserve it. I don't think it's in our best interest. I I hear you. I I wonder what would happen. There's I I do think about. What would happen if they came out on the on the news and said, "Yeah, dude, something crashed in Roswell. It was not from this." It's been enough time where they could do it. Like, didn't yeah. when they announced the uh, just all this UFO footage and stuff? Mm-hmm. I feel like it was a blip on the radar that story because it was during all this Trump nonsense totally. and COVID. Yeah, people don't even most people don't even know about it, even it though it's it's real. Yeah. Leaked it, stuff from the if government. If it didn't come out in the New York Times, no one would have even paid any fucking attention yeah. to it. You know, it's uh, it's the f- it's it's so crazy to me that they're like, yeah, this stuff in the skies, guys, the stuff you've been asking us about forever. They were keeping it a secret. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we don't know. It's not us, and we don't know. You know, and we don't think it's Russia or China. And that was like page six news or something. Yeah. It was not unreal. It was a bigger deal that. Trump got kicked off of Twitter. Yeah. Your, your experience is what I dream about. Like, that's the type of stuff. I want to see that silent, massive object. You it, know? Wasn't, it wasn't scary. Like, yeah. it was just uh, it was just weird. It was just just like, so what, weird. What is that? Man. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, a, that's the stuff I, I look up for. That's what I keep to the skies <laughs> It can for. happen. It can yeah. happen. Keep looking. Go out to I, the... When I lived in Florida, um, I lived in Kissimmee. Uh, and because it was close to your name, it was and it was as like, close to my That'll name as possible. It was like right. It's right because my dad worked at the uh, Marriott there, uh, right near the Disney World, and so like we were forced to live in like arguably one Orlando, of the worst. Yeah, yeah just terrible. Trashy. I like Florida, but Orlando's pretty trash. I like I like yeah. the the beaches. You know, way yeah. better than our beaches. Here. And I actually like trashy people too. Yeah, but that's top of the trash list. It is, and it's it's a special kind of trash. And uh, the thing is, when I went to school there, there was like a, there's a testing, some sort of military testing place somewhere. But I would, I would look up into the sky at lunchtime, and I would see these black streaks fly across the sky, and I was like, I was like, 
wondered what those were because then six seconds later you would hear the sound of it because mm -hmm. they were breaking the sound barrier. And then when I got older, I was like, oh, those are those are SR71s that they were testing nearby. And I was like, that's fucking cool too. Like, think about think about me as a kid looking up and just seeing a black streak. All that probably figures into why I'm I'm into that. Yeah, the mystery, know. the the mystery, the just yeah, it's just like what do we what do we get to know as a people and what like and who are the gatekeepers that that get to distill that information for anyone if if anything, you know. So have you pursued any of these passions like sniping? Have you gotten a gun? Are you a gun owner? Do you Not go a to gun, the gun owner. Range? No. no. The guns uh I'm I'm generally what they would describe as like a a pussy, you know, and so gun guns scare me. Um, I'm I've fired guns. Mm -hmm. I'm not against guns in any way. I think my yeah. brother wants to get a gun for his house. I'm like fuck, go get one. Yeah, just go learn how but to use you. it. I, I I feel if I have one, it's gonna up my chances of getting shot somehow. Statistically, it does. You're right. That's yeah. how I feel, and um, I'm a I'm a weak poor representation of a man, you know, and No, don't say that about if yourself. If somebody were to rob me, I would just I'd go belly up, you know. I'd, You're a man. You take, you know, I've seen videos <laughs> of people threatening to beat you up. Yeah. I was watching I was watching yeah. videos of you this morning. Oh. Uh that sounds like kind of yeah. weird, but it's cuz I was talking to you today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, do the research. <laughs> tried to do a little research, but there was one of you you were at the is it was one of my favorite ones. It was you with your friend, and he was playing guitar. Yeah, oh, the street you, music. The street music, and you walked up to these couple, like, making out yeah. on the grass, and then and then later, he's talking to you. He was not happy, and yeah. And he was like, I, I'm a nice guy for not beating you up right now. I'll beat all of you up. Yeah. Yeah, there was a part of my YouTube uh, career where it was like, and, and, and it's, I don't have it now, and I'm not interested in it, but it was like really pu pushing boundaries and um, I think it's just called being annoying. But like we saw <laughs> like these- capturing those funny moments yeah, from yeah. it. Yeah, and yeah. we had to do that to kind of stand out online. It was before pranks and before people, you know, we didn't do pranks, but we just like interacted with it people. Was, yeah, it wasn't a prank, but it was uh, prank adjacent maybe. We were singing about Man people the sitting yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. And so the, uh, the guy that got pissed, I still think to this day that he was like cheating on his girl. With oh, another girl, and, and so he, he really was paranoid. Yeah, he was paranoid that that footage wow. would get out because that like, could be it. He was very adamant. That was just the vibe I got. And then you know, being bullied a lot, and you like, couldn't really even see who it was. No, well, I mean, you blurted out, but we even, blurted out. Yeah, and um, you know, if he would have never said anything, it wouldn't turned into anything, anyways. Yeah. and so um, not that 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 made it okay or anything, but you know, I was like twenty five. I don't know what I was. I was young. And oh no, that's interesting because I really like that was one of my favorite yeah. videos. <laughs> and now you're like, I wouldn't do anything like that anymore. Uh, not, I mean, yeah. not really. You know, I, I, I am. I've been making videos. I was like in my early to mid twenties, and then mm -hmm. now I'm thirty seven. And so there's, uh, you know, I've, I've learned a lot. My sensibilities change, and what I think is funny now is, is not really. What I did, but I had to do certain things to stand out back then, and and um, a lot of my videos are private now, just because like I don't think they represent what I. You took them down. I I just yeah I just took them. I also remember are these private, uh, and and we don't need to talk about them if you want me no, to. No, I, I mean will, but, yeah, we can talk. Um, used to interview porn stars. Yeah, and I've come across those just because I'm a giant porn pervert. You know? Oh yeah yeah I so was I you know it was um uh. 
there's yeah so i did a series where it was like a, a take on inside the actor studio um and then we'd just interview <laughs> porn stars and um <laughs> you know it was like it's that was silly. really pushing at youtube at the time there was like you know that was very risque you know and uh porn stars were really it's the still, only that would still be risque still be pretty risque and the yeah. jokes were very of that time and um i want to you know be able to like feel like I've grown up a little bit and like maybe understand that some of the things I said probably won't fly now. And like, I also have a great job now and I don't need, um, I don't need that stuff, not necessarily come back and haunt me because it's been out and it's still available. Anyone and can probably go led to part of the reason why you have this great job. Yeah. Now. Yeah. And it, yeah. it's it, totally. And, yeah. um, just some of it seemed like, you know, okay, that was fun for that time. And I want to have like a kid one day, and I don't, you know, I don't know if that's the type of like they want to sure. remember. They're like, oh, daddy, daddy <laughs> making fun of the, you know, these poor downtrodden. It's funny you say it because I feel like I push the boundaries a lot in my comedy, yeah. and I interview porn stars, yeah, and, yeah, talk about scandalous thing just kind of yeah unfiltered. I guess is a word right. for it. Yeah, and I I do have these fears that oh one day I'm gonna meet a girl I really like. Yeah. And she'll Google me and be like, I can't date that guy. Oh. He's crazy. It's been, that's happened to me. Yeah. It's happened to me. It's happened to, uh, you know, not just p people I date, but just people I meet, you know? Because mm -hmm. if you, you Googled me for a while, those are like, that's what comes up. It's like, oh, this guy, like this guy's kind of, he's like gross. <laughs> 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 uh, but there is a way to do that stuff like for today you know mm -hmm. i always toy like think around think about how that would go today you know and and how i do it i love having unfiltered conversations but i don't want to be punching down on those girls I'd, I'd rather have it be uh you know either yeah you know so um i'm all for it dude porn porn's great and with only fans i'm an only fans enthusiast you know i got would you ever start one i don't i don't think i would start one uh but the thought there are people that maybe you do. start one for all these all the stuff you made private. Oh, a great idea! Yeah, you want to see it? You go to my OnlyFans. Yeah, that's a great that's a great way to do it. Moneymaker. Occasionally, I'll catch myself after a, like a workout, and I'll be like, somebody would give me five bucks for this, <laughs> you know, like for a picture of this. You got a great bod, dude. I wouldn't pay for it, but I know some fellows. It's yeah. mostly men. I uh, who? Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, I don't think you'd have too many. Females it's fine, dude. Doing it. Yeah, I, I have no problem. I, if guy wants to look, let him look. Let him look. You know that, that has it says nothing about me. Yeah. I, I drove by a guy yesterday. Uh, we were coming back. Um, my brother is currently in the planning stages of proposing to his uh, girlfriend. So we had to go and like Does scope out the place. Do I need to edit Did, this? Oh. They, they, she knows that it's gonna happen. Okay. It's like the least surprising thing, <laughs> you know. But um, she doesn't know where it's gonna happen or when necessarily. But she has like a window. But we were coming back from it, um, and we drove by a guy who had a uh, on the back of his car a bumper sticker that says "Only gay cops pull me over." <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I thought that's a hell of a sticker to put on. Do you think that? What do you do if you're a cop? Yeah. You're faced with a, a you know big what? dilemma. Yeah, does that? I wonder if I'm curious to know if that works. <laughs> I want to know ask him how like, many times he's been pulled over. This guy just you know, broke the speed limit. But, I, oh, but then part of me thinks like that's who it would work on. Would be like a dick cop. Yeah. 
Be like, I'm not fucking gay. I'm not fucking gay. Yeah, I'm not All pulling right. that guy over. Consider drive by. Consider this a warning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, good uh, for that kid, you know. He's and then it is funny because, and then if you do pull a cop over, I mean, if a cop does pull you over, even if he's not gay, it is funny. You get a little, you're gay in there. I would lean into it if I was the yeah. cop. I'd be like, hey. License and uh, registration. Oh, I see you have brown eyes. And phone name and phone number. <laughs> oh, five foot nine on your license. Are you really five foot nine? <laughs> you look taller to me. Yeah, and just like lean in, sit, sit on the like little window ledge right there. Yeah, there's a lot of different ways. If you were a funny cop, yeah, I don't know too many funny cops, but uh, I there's I a lot of room for comedy. Right? There. Yeah, I feel like now is the least funny time to be a cop. <laughs> it's the worst. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you know, I think we, I think we need uh, cops in some sort of version. You know, I don't think oh, they need yeah. to have tanks. Oh, I could. If, but as a I mean, weak man, you know, I. I mean, part of me walks around LA, and it already feels like there's no cops because there's <laughs> homeless people, yeah, everywhere, oh, like rampant drug use, all you know, needles on the ground, disgusting Ugh. city. Where I'm like, isn't this like something a a cop should be yeah, enforcing sh- a little bit? Shouldn't a cop at least just be like walking around here, twirling his baton and like whistling just to like show a presence? Yeah, you know? yeah. But then again, if you took the cops away, I think it would be even worse. I think the problem would be it. Well, it would not, totally. I, you know, in Venice, you know, I, I bought a a place with my ex, uh, in on on the beach on Venice Beach you still, last year. You guys year. still have it together? No. <laughs> She has it, uh, but it's She's right on the boardwalk. Did she buy you out? We're in the process of recouping that. Are you are you still amicable? Yeah. Okay, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, you know, you live and you learn, Ari. You know about relationships and. Um, I just went on a fourth date last night. I like her a lot. With one, the same girl, fourth girl, date, fourth date. Yeah, where'd that's you meet her? For me. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I got on the dating apps for the first time ever. Is that how? Yeah, I, did. Met uh, I met her. I slid in her DMs on Instagram. Same oh. way I met you. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Is she uh, in in your? Is she a comedian? Is she no. in the in the mm, world? I try to avoid that. Sure. I try. Is hard. Is best again. Listen, I don't get enough women to where if a hot comedian was like, I want to be with you, I'd be like, Well, you're a comic, so yeah, bring that hot yeah. pussy to someone else. Right. But uh, uh, no, she's a normal girl. She lives in uh, Orange County. Oh yeah, normal you get job. a lot of normal girls out of Orange County. They're, yeah. they're with their Republican dads, mm-hmm. you know, and they're, uh, you know, they have a reputation of being a little high maintenance. I hope that's not the case with your lovely young no, lady. No, she's not. She's that's a great. hardworking woman. Chill. That's but, so cool. But you're back on the hunt. Well, you know, I haven't really had much time, um, but I did dabble a little bit, and I, I for a long time was adverse to dating apps, but. Got into it um, for a couple months, especially during uh, the whole quarantine. It's everyone about the only seemed way. like everyone joined. Yeah, you, I mean, well, you can't go to. A, I don't like going to bars, but you couldn't go to a bar to yeah. meet a girl. Yeah, um, everyone's working from home, so you're not yeah. meeting people at the job. Well, so you were following her or not following her on Instagram? Like, how'd you come? I across? didn't even follow her. I uh, you just saw a pretty girl. I saw a pretty girl. No mutual friends. No mutual friends. That's bold. That's very bold. What do you have to lose? I, I listen. I didn't send her. A, I didn't send her a message saying like, "Show me your tits." Yeah, you know, I was like, you always have to think like this could be screen capped and put on online, and I. Could I be- think that, but that's so. I do think that way. So my typical, if I slide into a girl's DMs, it'll be like, "Hey, how are you?" Sure. Just something really casual, and then if yeah. they take the bait, yeah, 
They know, listen, they know what's up too. A hey, how They're are not you? Stupid. They know exactly what that means. Right. That means I think you're cute yeah. and I'd like to be with you on yeah. some capacity. Yeah, physically, I would like to be with you in, in about four to six weeks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Physically, I'd message. like to be with you or yeah. take you on a date, whatever that may They know something's up. They know that I'm not, that I don't want to know about their day. Or I mean, I yeah. do, but that that's not all it is. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, it's a great statement, you know. And and you get a lot of people that try and be so witty with that first, right off the bat. But I don't think it's necessary. I don't either. I think They're it's gonna, trying too hard. What? Because they don't. As long as you don't come off across as a creep. Yeah. They're gonna look at you, your pictures. It's yeah. basically Tinder at that point. Yeah. Instagram is basically Tinder now. Yeah. You, you slide into a girl's DMs, they're going to check you out, and if they're interested, they're going to respond back. Hey, yeah. it's good. How's yours? Yeah. And now game on. Right. Keep your profiles public, guys. You know, it's really hard to do if the work. If you're trying to meet people. Keep if you're trying, if then you're that, to. And you know, that is a good one. If a girl's profile's on private, I yeah. leave her alone. Yeah. I don't slide into the DMs. Here's, exactly. Here's what happened with me is like um, a couple girls, because when you're on dating apps, you end up talking to like three, four, mm -hmm. you know. And yeah, then, you feel like a player. You feel gross. Look at all these girls I'm talking to. Yeah. It's like, ugh. And uh, so you, the next step after talking with them is like also looking at their Instagrams. And um, you for have to. a couple of them, I had to, I, you know, you go, hey, do you have Instagram? And then they go, yeah. Because sometimes it's just connected to their dating right. app. But if it's not, you have to ask. And when they, when you ask and then they give you one and it's private, you're faced with a. Do I follow this person? Right. Well, yeah, to it's see like, their pictures. Right, and and you already yeah. asked, so they know you're interested, and so you have to like, all right, I guess I like to keep my follow count low, but like, you know, you don't say that, but you go, all right, I'll, I'll send you a, an ad, and then they add you, and then most of the time it doesn't. It, you just yeah, get, and now you're right? just following this random girl. I have three of those right now, where I'll just be like, who the fuck? Every once in a while on the feed, I'll go, who is this? Oh yeah, like this is this girl. So. You started your online store. You're an entrepreneur. Maybe you have an eBay business. Maybe you sell T-shirts of your own. Maybe you sell your own children's book like me. Who knows what you do? Maybe you sell underwear as a beautiful woman. I don't know. I'm not here to judge you. But the point is a lot of people are starting online businesses, including myself. And everyone needs to ship things these days. The best, cheapest, most convenient, easiest solution to do this is using ShipStation. ShipStation has deals with all the major carriers, UPS, FedEx, USPS. And what this means is they give you the best possible prices to ship your things. That's whether you're doing it on Amazon, Etsy, your own website, you can use ShipStation just like the Fortune 500 companies, that means getting those big bulk discounts. I use it when I sell my t-shirts and books on my website, and it has been nothing but stellar, easy, cheap. It has changed the way I do it because before it was like, ugh, I got to go to the UPS store. I got to print the thing. I got to buy the box. It's expensive. It's annoying. Now it's just easy. I just use ShipStation. And that is why it is the best shipping software to use. I highly recommend it. And right now, for my listeners, you can use the promo code THERAPY to get a 60-day free trial. That's two months for free. No hassle. Stress-free shipping. 
Just go to ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page, and type in therapy. That's ShipStation.com. Enter offer code therapy. Make ship happen. I know what you're saying. And it's not just the follow count. It's like I also don't want it when I am in a relationship with a girl. Yeah. I don't want to be following all these girls I met on Bumble for a day. Yeah. yeah. And I also, like you said, most of the time you stop talking to them. Yeah. Or you look at their pictures and you're not interested because yeah, people yeah. choose the best photos of themselves for Bumble or Tinder. And then yeah. once you actually see their Instagram, you go, actually, she's not as good looking as I wanted her to be or that whatever. It happens often, you know. And we should normalize unfollowing those people. And and no one should take offense, you know. No, and I don't think they do. And I get unfollowed the same way. A girl yeah. will follow me because she's time. talking to me. And then yeah. actually she's unfollows me. And it stings slightly. It does. I'm like, More than it hey. should for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I get it, but also... Come on. As like an average looking guy, my follow counts are a big part of who I am. <laughs> See, I, I, I'm, um, it's all I it's all I can provide is some no low homo, level of, no homo. But I think you're a good looking guy. Oh, thank you. I think the same. Yeah, I think, think you're you've got I a would, very uh, Andy Samberg. Uh, I'm sure you, you've gotten good looking, that. Yeah, yeah got absolutely. That. I yeah. get every Jew imaginable. Adam Sandler, Andy Samberg, Jason Biggs, who's not even Jewish but looks Jewish. Uh, not Jewish, Jason, Jason Biggs. Biggs isn't huh? Jewish, yeah. Wow. Common misconception that people have. Yeah, yeah. I was one. I was one. No, you're you're a great looking guy. But so Good I would build. imagine you don't need. Oh, thanks. I would imagine you don't need dating apps. I would imagine you have a public profile. You probably have yeah. women going but for you in the you DMs be, all the time. It, it it happens, but you you really there's something about somebody knowing and coming after. There's a little bit of like uncomfortable. Right. You know, it's not quite as. It's the relationship starts off weird if someone's like a fan of you. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a there's a weird power dynamic that I'm not mm -hmm. comfortable with. I really yeah. enjoy when um when they don't know who you are. When you don't know and then they like are surprised that you like, oh yeah, look like you done okay for yourself. You know, I like the under promise over deliver aspect yes. of dating. I like that. And same thing when it comes to uh life of meeting someone, someone will always be like, Are you funny? I always say no. Yeah, I'm not coming to my show. I'm not funny. Right, and then come, and come then if I show. have a good set, yeah, they're like, "You're really funny." And yeah, I'm like, yeah. Matt, "Thanks." Always, yeah. and 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 yeah. my therapist, back to him, he's he's always like, "Well, you should be, you know, it shouldn't be too much of the self deprecation or like mm -hmm. the, but I'm I my default is to deflect and to minimize everything <laughs> I've ever done because there's a there's a part of me that feels like oh I got lucky you know and like a uh, right time right place I uh you know there's just a lot of the those sorts of feelings and then there's a part of me that's super proud of like everything but the but I to me it's more attractive to not be the guy walking around with his chest puffed out and like hey like look at this and look For at sure. that and like um yeah I, I although think so. when you met me I come out you know I, I pull I pull out we had this conversation about a car <laughs> And I'm not, you know, people that know you have me. A nice car. I like cars, yeah. Yeah. But like, I feel like I it's, didn't take that as oh, look at this fucking phony guy. I'm so no. glad. I'm so no. happy you said that. No. Yeah. No. You. Sh I just want people to know. I'm like, I really love cars, you know. And so when I when the opportunity came for me to get the car I wanted, I bought the car I wanted. I don't yeah. buy a lot of cars. I only have my truck and this or car. What kind of truck you got? A Tacoma. Nice. And I like, you know, as a, a kid growing up, I was really into off-roading. So it's like, it's, it's long traveled and it's built for like desert off-roading. And like I did That's the Baja cool. 1000. Like I, I like motorsport. There's parts of me that are very bro, uh, very bro stuff growing up in Southern California. I'd like to see that on your YouTube. You off-roading yeah. in your Tacoma. Yeah, yeah. There, 
one of the best experiences of my life was doing the Baja 1000 with Andy Bell, who was in the Nitro How Circus. How long is that? It's a thousand miles, and it's like over. Damn. A, over you did a, that? I did a, a leg of it, a small wow. portion of it, because I think they they uh, Andy was just throwing me a bone. Like right. he's like he knew I always wanted to go, and that's and so cool. He was like, "How about we're building this truck? It has three seats. Normally, there's just the driver and the co-driver, mm -hmm. the navigator, and then they both have to kind of be mechanics. Mm -hmm. So they built a truck with three seats. So they had a mechanic in the back. I could navigate, co-drive, and then he would drive. Wow. And I was like, yeah, this is the perfect opportunity for me to that like. That sounds rad. And it was the fucking most intense uh, couple days of my life. And like, but one of those things I, I checked off, you know. Did, when you're doing something like that, is it all kind of intense sport race or is it because you're in the car with them for all day, right? Yeah, we. Uh, my leg was like five, six hours. Five, yeah. So you're in their car five, six hours. Mm-hmm. But he's in a race. Yeah, so we're so, all in the race, and my eyes are looking at a screen because I'm telling him. I my job is to tell him like, "Hey, dude, you have a 90 degree right turn in 800 meters or whatever," and then I'd be like, "In 400 meters, in 200 meters, it's gonna be a night, you know." And so, because he can't be surprised, right. he has to know where so, we're going. So, so is it like is that that intense of you doing that? The whole time, Almost or is the there an time. hour, you know, where you're like, "So, what, how's your girlfriend doing? Not what's what's your daughter up to these there days?" Was, like, <laughs> yeah, there was none of that. It was like, uh, it, so you, there was you a, felt there was pressure on you. There was pressure the whole yeah. time for me, you know, because mm -hmm. I had to make sure I didn't want to fuck it up. It was a very you, nice you, gesture. You've never done something like that. I've before. done very uh, casual off roading, but not yeah. in a race format. Not right. in the biggest off road race in, in, in right. The yeah, United so you don't want to fuck it up. Don't want to fuck it up. The Toyota is this is a Toyota race truck. Toyota as the company, the brand, mm. they need this car to this truck to cross the finish line because it's like provides you know all yeah. this sort of brand exposure. Uh -huh. You know, you fucking you win on Sunday, you sell on Monday, sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And it was a brand new Tundra. It was like all this stuff. And so I didn't want to be the weak link because Andy was like, yeah, just like, come on. He was, he's very like, yeah, dude, just come and do this race. Right. And, and, uh, I, I really took it very seriously and, and I didn't want to fuck up. So I was also, you're just up and down the whole time. Yeah. Right. And then you're coming up over berms and I also had to be in charge of the, the horn. So the horn is over here, um, on the race truck and you have to honk because there are just spectators on the side of the thing. And so you can be safety. driving for an hour in yeah. the middle of nowhere, there'll be nobody, not a single fucking person. And then you come up over a berm and then there's like a, a Mexican family of like 50 barbecuing <laughs> and they're fucking drunk and they've got their beers and their kids are all running around. Oh, and you're like- I wanna do that. I wanna you know, get a family and 20, barbecue 20 yards away, track. yeah, you're just, you're so close to ending lives and people have died, you know? Yeah, sure. You know, and so you have to honk. You want to honk at them because that's their, their you know, spectators. And, uh, but so you're just like, any moment you can die, somebody can die, you need to win a race. And then when we got a, we got a flat tire, it's like, oh, cool. Well, like, we get to come out, you know, stand outside for a second. No, you've got to fucking change your flat tire as fast as you as can. As fast as you can. Yeah. We, in like in under five minutes. And, yeah. and we've practiced for this. So it's not like you get to fucking, you know, sit there, have a cigarette if that's what you do and like, you know, have no. a drink. No, you're, that's it's not even a more stressful. Yeah. yeah. But when it's done, you just, 
you sweat through your whole thing. You've you've had a catheter on the whole time. You wore a catheter? Wore a catheter. They drill a wow. hole in the in the bottom of the truck and then the tube comes out. Uh, I did and not so know you this. Don't, so you don't pull over to piss. You yeah. just piss. You pee out the bottom of the truck. You pee out the bottom. Yeah. Now, was there any pressure for you to pee a lot to make the truck lighter? No. To go faster? No, no. That's smart thinking. That's why yeah. we need a guy like you on the team. <laughs> so yeah. you need a fourth seat. <laughs> yeah, we need, a, we need hey, to add you need 180 add pounds. Yeah, 150. I don't mm -hmm. know how much you weigh. I'm sure it's not 180 cast. 170. It's, yeah, I'm a man. Yeah, you wear it well. Thank you. Yeah. I, I have a... I'm pretty lean, but I got a, a paunch belly that I'd like to work on. You have the stand-up, the, the stand-up physique, you know? <laughs> Just a guy who doesn't take care of himself. It's, you've got to be, you, you can't be super fat because, look, it's a physical thing. I mean, you can, you can be Ralphie Mae, but... No, it's not that ideal. Didn't happen. You don't want to be Ralphie May. His heart was at the the end of his career, and he was a nice guy and always really nice to me. And I got to his podcast one time, but uh, he was not uh, like when you were in a room with him, you're like, oh, this like you feel bad. You're like this guy's gonna die. Like, yeah. It, like I, it would it would be hard for me as a as a audience member to watch him and and just not think about holy shit this guy is so yeah. big yeah he is so big and unhealthy yeah you have to at least for the first 10 minutes that's in your head right and i remember if you look at his stand-up specials on netflix if you go in the order of them the first one he like walks up these stairs onto the stage the second one he like walks backstage to the to the stage mm -hmm. the third one he's on stage and the curtains open because he literally was yeah. so big yeah. if he walked from backstage to the stage he'd be panting and you can't be panting on your netflix special you have to yeah. tell your jokes so it's like yeah that's when bad. when uh gabriel iglesias lost all that weight it was nice to see you know i don't yeah. know i haven't seen him recently but um i think yeah it's 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 one of these things where you don't have to be in any kind of shape to do but you know, you do. You are traveling a lot. And you're you're eating a lot of junk food. Yeah. I imagine, and and you're staying up late. That's that's the issue. Late. Is like two a.m. Yeah, I just finished my shows. You're kind of like high from doing stand up and making yeah. an audience laugh or not laugh. You're either high, you're either high from doing good or mm -hmm. feeling really bad about yourself. Mm -hmm. Either way, yeah. you're like oh, junk food would make me feel pretty good right sure. now. Yeah, yeah. But you 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 look like you handle it in a healthyish way. I try. I yeah. Try. Every day's a a new struggle, it's, but my goal right. is to get a six pack and yeah. get a sleeve of tattoos, and then I'll get a girlfriend. Absolutely. If I had those things, start drumming. <laughs> oh, that'd be sick. Yeah, it'd be so sick. Drummers get so many babes. Well, I'm glad you're on a fourth date. What is a fourth date? Like, what is a fourth date? Because it's uh, so that's sex. That's probably sex. Yeah, I had a lot yeah. of sex last night. Yeah, yeah, nice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you, you look like you're. <laughs> I'm drained you're from glowing. sex. Uh, no, uh, the first date was went out to dinner. Yeah. The second date was, she came over actually, but we didn't have sex, sure. believe it or not. Yeah, she yeah. just came over and we we had dinner and again, dinner, yeah. Third date, we got frozen banana and walked along the beach. Nice. And the fourth date, she came over and we had a lot of sex. Yeah, you saw yeah. her with the frozen banana and you're like, I can't take any more <laughs> of that. Yeah, you Next can't date, do that we're doing, me. Yeah. Uh, no, but it's, yeah, so that's, that's, nice. that's a nice feeling. Yeah, we'll see. Is it one of those things where um, you guys are checking in every day? On the texts or I'm a, a pretty. That's one of her issues with me. I'm that not, you aren't available as I, much as she'd like. I'm not the best communicator over text. I yeah. keep my day. I try to keep my days busy. I try yeah. not to get sucked into 
texting a girl back and forth all day. It's just like, I'll can that talk to you when to you? I see you. Can you get really invested? Yeah. And, and then I'm on my, you. yeah, then I'm yeah. distracted and taken yeah. away from other things. So she's like, you're not the best texter. I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. Well, look, I think, uh, I think owning up to it and not being defensive about it, you know, is great. It's a good sign for her. What is your dream lady? Because there's a lot of people listening right now that want to be your lady. Oh, man. A lot. I have uh, 9% of my listeners are women. So yeah. that's probably about 9%. Combine that with my 8%. <laughs> Is yours male dominant too? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, but although, you know, since doing the podcast, because Jamie's got like, you know, a big female audience, I think it's... Um, and you know, when I did Tiger Belly, I got a lot of... Females? Yeah, I got a lot of females, surprisingly. A lot of females. Yeah, you got uh, Kalila. Kalila's on there representing mm -hmm. a, a lot of the Hoppas and the like. The Asian, I got mm -hmm. a lot of Asian. Love uh, Asians. Tremendous people. Love Asian women, Asian guys. Uh, I feel powerful around them. I'm feeling <laughs> they're great. They're nice. They're smart. <laughs> totally. Is that racist? No. Okay. No, no, no. I love the feeling of superiority. I, <laughs> not, I try to not dip superior, into it. Powerful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's great. You know, I, my ideal um, girlfriend would be. Um, yeah. What's your type? I like to, especially lately. I, I, you know, it's so funny because now I work at G4 TV, which is like gaming. Um, so I, pl I'm playing a lot of games right now. What's your go-to game? To follow up question to your type. My okay, so a girl who plays what? what I would game? like a girl who who understands that, um, you know, uh, I, I like to go out. This is what my my ex has had a, a big problem with. I like to stay home, but I'm not. I will go out. Yeah. Right. But she you're, like yeah, you're an introvert. You stay home, but that's not all you do. It's not all I do, you know, and um, and I can understand her frustrations, but. I really enjoy like watching a movie with my partner, you know, and like talking about the movie or like binging a series. Same. It's quality um, connection for me. Her her way of connecting was like outside at a flea market, you know, 6 a.m. Long Beach flea market or oh. whatever it is. Very tough for me. Yeah. That's a day. You get home, you're tired. You're tired. You got to take a nap or you just, you got to go to bed Watching early. movies is, think about, I watch movies by myself. You do that with like a person you care about. That you kiss here and there, yeah, on the mouth. You lean over and get yeah. a little smooching. That's so the nice. best thing. That's so nice. Yeah. So I just, you know, I, I like to be doing physical activities, but like I really enjoy my time at home. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've, I've spent a lot of effort trying to make my my home a, a place where I enjoy being. You know, and I keep it clean, and I fridge is always stocked, and. I've got a subscription to every goddamn app, you know, Netflix, Hulu, everything. Got to get your money. I got Shutter. You know, not a lot What's of guys. Shutter? I don't. I don't it's the horror. It's the horror. Oh, app I don't one. like horrors. They give me nightmares. Well, I can't sleep. You know, we night. couldn't date. Yeah, I love a good <laughs> horror. You know that when I get scared, I get that. I I get. I'm uh, the cortisol's released. And yeah, I, I get that good. Ugh, you know, I get that too, but not in a good yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's it's it's one or two one or two ways. So I you know somebody who enjoys watching things, um, and let I, I've never expected a girl to enjoy video games. Just to me, like a girl that I'm dating, anyways. Mm -hmm. But if somebody like also enjoyed games and like we could play a game together, like I'm playing oh, yeah. Resident Evil Seven, not a eight, just came out. What console is this on? I'm playing on PC. 
PC, okay. Um, I'm a PC gamer as well. Yeah, hell yeah. 2070 uh, NVIDIA. Nice. I, yeah. I I built my computer in 2016, so I still have my 1080 in there. And Damn. Yeah. You work at G4 and you have a 1080? I know, I know. The 3080 is out. I know, but who, oh, yeah, how can you, you get, get one? Yeah, yeah I mean, geez, I would love to. I'd love to get one. Um, mm. So yeah, I'm 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 playing Resident Evil Seven because I didn't play it and I want to play it before eight. And I'm just in this like even before I got here, I was playing it. I'm just in a weird headspace. It's very dark, you know. And like yeah, there's a, I played for like six hours yesterday, and there's just a lot of a carryover, you mm -hmm. know, and. But I like it. I like being in that and then coming out and then going back in. There's there's something very cool. But it would be so cool to share. My greatest memories are are beating games with friends when I was younger, you know. We still talk about it. Me and my, my old high school buddies will just be like, dude, remember when we beat, you know, Ocarina of Time or uh, you know, Silent Hill? We played it all the way through overnight and we beat I mean uh, some of the best moments and, and it may sound lame to some people, but I I enjoy Oh, I enjoy fucking games, dude. That sounds like yeah. a great woman right there who dude, likes if, those things. Yeah, and I think she's listening to this right now. She's about to slide into your DMs. Dude, if you if you're a girl and you played like The Last of Us Two, you know, if you have a thirty series Nvidia card, yeah, that's a turn. If a girl's like, bring hey, something to the I have a thirty eighty in my PC. Oh yeah, Fuck let's yeah. date. I'm wet. Sign me up, big time. I have a question, a business question for mm. you. So you work at G4. It's a great job. I used to watch G4 when it was on digital cable, and yeah. they Same. mainly it was like tech reviews. I think when I watched, yeah, it even more. I don't even know. I think they did gaming. They had too, tech but, TV, and then it turned into yeah, like Leo Laporte was on it, sure. and like things like that. That's when I used to watch it back in the day. But from my perspective, mm -hmm. you're killing. You were killing it on the internet. So like. Like I, you know, I don't obviously know how much money you are making, but like your YouTube channel is very successful. Uh, you still yeah. do a podcast that's doing good. Like mm -hmm. you have all these things going on. Yeah, a lot of people, or from my perspective, it's like, why? What made you want to go to G four and not continue doing what you were doing? Uh, yeah, great question. I think um, my YouTube really, I kind of stopped. I you, noticed a few that. years ago, right? Yeah. And um. A lot of it had to do with my mental health, and and I sobered up, you know, uh, like four and a half years ago, and so my priorities kind of shifted, and I the the YouTube quote unquote game is not it's not for me, and it's it's like a young man's game, and it's not something that I can really feel like I I want to do or compete well in, and so um, also YouTube's ad uh, revenue, like just dried up. They demonetized everything, you know, and I'm, I'm not one of those people that like took to the internet and be like, why did you, you know, we're the creators. And like, I understand why they did it. Like, yeah. how are you going to monetize a video of me talking to a porn star? Like I made my money while it was there. I was very fortunate to be a co-founder in a company that sold. And like, I had very fortunate. And mm -hmm. so I had savings. I had, you know, bought myself a home and like, I'm, I'm able to maintain a lifestyle but like after a while you're not really bringing in revenue um mm -hmm. so i've just spent the last few years being like well i i, I do want to do this podcast i do a podcast called pajama pants mm -hmm. um and we're just starting to make a little bit of money but like mm -hmm. barely covering the costs of productions and that's kind of changing and um honestly g4 was a place i watched as a kid mm -hmm. and i always thought was the dream gig 
I, because I've always been a gamer, if I could play games and then also um, talk about them uh, and get paid, like that to me is like, I would just sign that contract for the rest of my life and yeah. just keep doing that. So when the opportunity came up, um, it was the first time in years where I was like, let's do it. Like, let's try and get this thing. Everything, I've been very... I've like left so much money on the table just by like pure ambivalence and like, you know, not being motivated enough. Mm -hmm. And so um, this was like the first time where I really wanted a thing, you know, and uh, I, you know, went to my managers. And I'm like, look, I know I don't call you guys often, but like, this is something I'd really enjoy to do. And I, it's a perfect sort of mix of my skills. I, I make mm. videos and I also play games and my interests and like, you know, let's fucking find a way to make it happen. And, um, you know, so I've, I spent like months, probably like three, four months, like interviewing and like getting to whatever thing. And yeah, I imagine it's very competitive, even. Well, someone, there's a lot of dude, there's yeah. a lot of people that a lot like of people would that be, want this gig, want it, and they would be way better than me at it. And, <laughs> and I just like, I don't know about that. Well, I look, I, I think I, I provide a good mix of things that they need a host to be familiar with, but like also like I love comic books and like mm -hmm. me being a comic book guy had a lot to do with getting that gig. And, and cause there are people that do the games and play games and know more about games than me. Mm -hmm. Um, but I have a good mix of like hosting experience, um, comic book knowledge, TV film, uh, knowledge. And then also like, uh, Part of me really wants to introduce like some of the paranormal stuff that I like it did on my YouTube channel, mm -hmm. like the ghosts and and Bigfoot stuff, and and be able to like continue doing that because the re the whole reason I stopped doing that stuff because it was it cost so much money. I would, yeah, oh, I it would was an hour long video. It was an hour long video. I didn't charge it like it was before Patreon. I didn't like break it up into five parts. They wanted right. me to like break it up and have like a a sponsor for each one. I'm like, no, I want an uncut fucking hour of whatever this is. And people will watch it or they won't, but like, I'll feel good about it, mm -hmm. you know? And it's still up there and it's still one of my favorite, me and my, it's like the one of the few pieces of content that me and like my buddies will still like talk about. Like, do you remember that? Like, what was, that, what was up with that guy? And we'll just crack ourselves up over the, the experience of filming. And that was the experience. That's why I love the Jackass movies so much. I think I, I will so tell you that the Jackass movies are among the best films so good. ever made. It's nonstop entertainment. It's nonstop, and it's a group of guys that are legitimate pals and friends mm -hmm. and best friends, and they all do this thing together. And I always try to incorporate that into um, my videos uh, towards the end, whether the Bigfoot or the ghosts. And like, I like, I am not talented enough to do it on my own. I need friends there and I want friends there. It's more fun. And it's way more fun. Mm -hmm. And I got, you know, through the mental health struggles and stuff like that, I, I really uh, couldn't afford to do things that were like emotionally drained. I had to do things that like enhanced my happiness. And so G4 is now a version of like early YouTube to me. They're trying to relaunch and they're doing all this thing. They have a little bit of, um, cache from people who remember them, mm -hmm. which is just like me. People kind of remember me or, or did, uh, some people do. And then now there's a sort of newer iteration of G4 and there's newer iteration of myself that are coming and trying to do something that is different, but a little bit of what, you know, made them mm -hmm. fun and interesting in the past. And, um, I honestly, uh, 
it's it's like my my dream gig. And yeah, they they're, they're paying me for sure. Yeah. Like I, I wouldn't do it and not get paid. Sure, but, of course. Um, I would. But obviously, you have enough in your life where it wasn't just for money. You you, you no. liked it. Yeah, yeah. This and it was took a passion me, project totally. And it took yeah. me years to kind of get to a point where I'm like, I feel solid enough in like my sobriety in the type of what content. drugs were you doing? I just drank a lot oh, and drink. I smoked a ton of weed, you know. I was I was on like getting Doug with high like fifteen fucking times. Like, <laughs> you know, like I and those were fun and mm -hmm. God bless Doug. It just uh, you know, there was more stuff happening, kinda right. like, you know. And and it wasn't that wasn't my best version of myself. Um and uh yeah, so so it's also a challenge to me to see if I can like still be interesting now, you know, and uh yeah, so so honestly, feel like I will work there as long as they'll have me. But it is a network, and they need to make money. And like, who knows? It could just be a year. It could be two years. I don't know. They'll give you a shot. You're a good guy. Um, I'm, I'm they'll stoked. at least at yeah. the minimum they'll be like, he's a good guy. Let's give him another year. Yeah, he's that's nice. the other thing is like trying to be a good guy. There's there there are people um, in comedy that I realize when I think about, I go, that guy's so good. What is it about that guy? What what can I learn from that? They're generally people that are giving and they're like, they're not gatekeepers to comedy. Mm -hmm. um, you, they are, they, they're successful and they're talented, but they're also like uh, accessible. And they're not people that um, shame you for doing, you know, I, I don't know. There, there's, I just felt like if I could be a 10th, of that, you know, and and be a nice enough guy. Any production I've ever been on, I always notice the people that kept coming back or that keep getting work are are they're like they're talented, but they're also great they're to work to be with. Around. Yeah, they're they're easy going. And somebody told me that a long time ago. They're like people. I think it was an old acting teacher. They're like people get work because they people like being around them. hundred percent. If you're not mega famous, if you're not right. selling tickets to that movie, yeah, and you're a dickhead or yeah. just like a prima donna or like hey right. i need this drink in the green room or whatever it is just make it difficult for people people yeah. remember that and then the next movie comes around they're like should we get him again be like uh yeah maybe but right he wanted three steak dinners a night and it was kind of annoying totally there's that there is that balance i mean there, there is like this uber level of talent where people can just be whoever whatever, they want yeah. and they'll always get hired and that's like that's like will smith and the rock <laughs> yeah yeah not yeah. saying that they're difficult yeah. to work with, but like they could be if right. they wanted to be. And then you hear about um, guys like Keanu Reeves, who are just supposedly the nicest men mm -hmm. in in the world. And uh, it's no, it's not a coincidence that they just keep landing like franchise after franchise. They're hard workers, but Keanu Reeves is not like an uber talented actor. He's yeah, just he's... good. He's great, but he's also a very nice guy, and he's humble, and like he's he's he understands what role he plays. But if you're like, you know, people talk about all the assholes in the business and that circulates like. It's more fun to talk about. More but fun. Nice everyone guys, knows yeah. about Jeremy Piven. Like everyone had, <laughs> you know, there's, like, but I've never had an experience with him. But like also that I don't, would never hats. be, yeah, I'd never be, a, uh, want to be a guy who has that sort of reputation. And um, that's only something I think that that's come with a little bit of age, uh, when I was younger, I was like, what do I got to do to like make it? Who do I got, whose throat do I got to step on? You know? And, um, yeah, I, 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 not that I like had that reputation, but it was, no, it no. was, le I was less concerned about the people around me, you know? 
even though yet when you retire at, at the end of the day, those are the people that are around you when you're not filming and like, you know, especially the women that I dated, I just feel terrible for, you know, <laughs> just like the type of guy that they had to be around. But, uh, yeah. It is them self-deprecating stuff. You weren't that bad. I've never heard anyone talk about it. It wasn't that you. bad. It wasn't. I'm going to see know. if we got any voicemails to play real quick. We mm. might not have. People get scared to leave them. Oh, we got one. Here we go. We got one caller. Hey Ari, I, uh, I'm having a problem with a coworker. Uh, I had my coffee on the table, and he came in and spilled it. Now he says it's my fault because the mouthpiece wasn't on when he spilled it. But uh, I had just taken a drink. I had left uh, the room the for two seconds, and if I'd known his ass was gonna come in there and knock it over, I would have the mouthpiece on. But Poor guy. He's saying, oh my, my fault for no mouthpiece. So whose fault is it? Is it his fault for knocking it over? My fault, no mouthpiece. What do you think? Thank you. Dude, I didn't know this type of calls you're taking. I thought this was like a comedy podcast. That's very it's, serious. It gets it gets real. Wow. It gets really real. What would you say to them? I'll let you go first. Look, what kind of psychopath is going to expect every cup of coffee to have a mouthpiece on it, you know? I have a look. I I have a a nice mug at home, and it's got the lid. If I knock that over right now, it's not your fault because you opened it. It's on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not that that other guy's in the wrong one hundred percent. Now, am I being um, am am I serving other people by putting my, the lid on my Yeti mug? You know, with the mag close, the magnet close system. Um, it keeps my coffee hotter. And potentially reduces the amount of uh, coffee spilled on an impact. But that's not, you cannot expect people to walk around with a Yeti mug. Right. With a lid. It sounds like it's a guy who knocked it over his fault. 100%. That being said, is he a bully? If he's a bully, yeah, don't back down. If he isn't a bully, maybe just be the bigger man and be like, sorry I left it on the mouthpiece off. I don't know. Yeah. Kill him with kindness. You're right. Sorry about that. Sorry for leaving my cup on the table. Yeah, and then resent the guy quietly. The guy. Yeah, let it turn into <laughs> maybe the, get, another get thing. Maybe get the Yeti cut so that it could never happen to you ever again. Maybe this is a, a, lear- yeah. a lesson for you. It could be. The, 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 guy sound, the, the guy who knocked it over sounds like he's a narcissist, a, some sort of doesn't want to accept responsibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, could be my ex. Could be a lot of things. <laughs> could be. You can't say that stuff. You're still trying to get money for the house. Yeah, that's right. I got to be... Your ex is great. Great She's relationship. A, what a nice person. We, you know, I've learned a lot from yeah, her. Yeah, definitely. She's taught She's, me so much. She's a great girl. Is there anything in your life that I could help you with? Another week, another episode, another ad for magicmind.co, the longest running sponsor here at Unlicensed Therapy. It is a two-ounce energy shot called Magic Mind. And they call it that because it's a magic little shot. It makes me very productive, very energetic. They claim 30 to 40% more productive. And I believe it. Maybe it's 25% more, but you know what? It's significant. It's enough to where I literally have days where I take Magic Mind and days where I don't. And I notice the difference. It is a much healthier alternative to coffee or energy drinks. It is delicious. You can go to magicmind.co. Get a big-ass discount using the coupon code ARI or promo code ARI. 
at magicmind.co. It has honey in it to make it taste pretty good because they have a lot of healthy things in it that would make it not taste good without the honey. Nootropics with lion's mane mushrooms, and it gives you a phosphatidylserine boost. It, let me try and read that again. Lion's mane mushrooms, choline, choline, C-H-O-L-I-N-E, and a phosphatidylserine boost. I'm going to spell it out so you know how hard this word is. P-H-O-S-P-H-A-T-I-D-Y. L-S-E-R-I-N-E, boost. Gives a boost for the blood flow and cognition. Adaptogens. More, check out this word. Ashwagandha and turmeric. Ashwagandha and turmeric. A-S-H-W-A-G-A-N-D-H-A. Ashwagandha and turmeric help decrease stress and decrease post-exercise inflammation in the body. And of course, matcha, naturally occurring L-theanine, T-H-E- a-N-I-N-E, to keep you going and keep you focused. I know I just read a bunch of shit from their website, but it truly is an amazing energy shot that I can't have enough of. They have sent me three cases so far, and it goes like this, because not don't, not just, I didn't take, I don't, I ran out clearly because my mind, I can't even talk. Not only do I drink these things, my younger brother, my friend Abby, everyone who uses this studio and comes to the studio on a regular basis, they fly. They're gone. So please send me more Magic Mind. And for everyone else, go to magicmind.co and use the promo code ARI, A-R-I, just three letters, and support them, which in turn supports the show and which also in turn supports your mental health and energy levels. And you're going to thank me. Magicmind.co, promo code ARI. Thank you. Well, I always ask that to people when they're in here. I like to be helpful if any advice. When we're, when any, we're done recording, need I'll need I'll need a ba- to know where the bathroom is. But as of right now, oh, I can show you where the bathroom is. Oh hell yeah! Um, you said you had passions. You said you had three passions. Uh, my passions, I would say, are longboard, skateboarding. Okay, this is gonna help me answer your question, by the way. Okay, I like that a lot. I like uh, podcasting and stand up. Yeah. If that counts, does that count as a passion? Yes. Since we're doing okay, that's yeah. a passion. And I like gadgets and electronics. Oh. And like yeah. tech. I'm a big tech guy. What area of that? Uh, uh, I would say computers and yeah. camera and audio recording equipment and stuff like production equipment. I'm just a big gadget freak. I noticed. Yeah, I yeah. was very t- taken with your whole setup here. Yeah, yeah. So I put all this together. I'm just kind of, I'm always tinkering with things like, oh, maybe that. $90 mic arm is a little better than that $90 mic arm. Oh, yeah. let's try that mic. I'm always just like fine-tuning and finding the best piece of gear. That is the that is the struggle I love to be a part of. It's uh it's in ever evolved because every year something new, something better comes out. So and I'm, it never I'm gets reading old. Engadget every day. Yeah. Oh, let's see that when it's out. Yeah, yeah. That type of thing. Putting stuff on a wish list. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I I'm sure, yeah. I mean Look, I would love to get a 3080, you know. I would love help getting a 3080. I need uh, probably a new, completely new system at home. But I have a, a, a decent enough system that plays games. Right, at it's a, not causing you issues. It's not like... causing me issues. I played Cyberpunk at a... at a. Are you playing at 1080p? Okay. Uh, well, I, I, I was capped at like 50 frames a second, so it but struggled. Are you, are you on a 1080 monitor? Yeah. 
I'm on Gotta a, get up to 4K. Yeah, it's I'm on a 1080 to 240 hertz because I play a lot of Rocket League, so I oh, need it to be fast. You know? Wow. Um, yeah, that's that's probably you know technically it sounds like you have a lot to offer. You know, there there's a our our podcast could always use help. You know, oh, we, and you said you guys are moving it. Yeah, because Jamie moved. She's she was part of this um, LA Exodus, so she went to Austin. That's right. Yes, yeah, so I do. I do the pod with Jamie. So is that going to be? Sigler, you guys have a. Plan. I was listening to a podcast of of you guys, and one it was the one where you kept reading the calls, uh, the same question a bunch of times. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't. <laughs> okay, but it you, could it could have been um, any number you, of them. You were trying to you were trying to help, but you kept fucking up and reading. Oh it was really yeah, funny. yeah 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 yeah. I'm a uh, terrible reader. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but in that episode, you didn't know what the plan was for the podcast. It was kind of up in the air. Like, yeah. are you going to still do it and Zoom her in? Are you going to yeah. travel and bank a few in person? Like, what's the plan? Do you have a plan yet with your um, pod? Yeah. So we, so we lost the studio and, and people that watch Tiger Belly know George Kimmel. He's the producer of that oh, he, pod. He produces your pod as well? Well, I wouldn't say yeah. he produces it, but his... his partner his company uh-huh. um because i know them from youtube back in the day mm-hmm. and so um technically yes i uh, george is a uh he's probably more of an executive producer if there's gotcha. such a thing yeah um but they no longer have their studio and i think oh, they're I trying they to i don't think they just let it go because it financially made more sense so um rob who's deathly allergic to dogs has to come over to my house where I have a dog. Mm-hmm. What kind of dog? I have a husky. Oh, I love husky. And Beautiful. so there's also the like the furriest. They have the most. Yeah, they're dogs. And Rob, Rob doesn't have just like a kind of an allergy. He he swells up at like uh, <laughs> the the smallest hint what of a, a pussy. Yeah, it's a, just weak. Like get rid of him, nature. Yeah, uh, he should. This guy should not breathe. move somewhere else. America, uh, we like dogs. So as we. Speak now, I have an air purifier on max in my office. Mm-hmm. And that, um, has that worked? Yeah, well, it worked last week. And so I also have to do like a deep Dyson vacuum clean right. before he comes in. Um, and I also have to make sure my dog has been out of the house for at least a few hours. Gotcha. He's been gone a couple of days, mm-hmm. kind of anticipation. So the version of our podcast for now is me and Rob in my office together and Jamie. Who I got set up with some uh, like a, a nice mirrorless camera and mm-hmm. uh, you know um, taught her she how to use OBS in. and she remotes in and then sends. But the we files. use Zo- we use Zoom and then yeah. yeah. So she'll she films herself. She'll sends record you the files. her exactly. Yeah. 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 So um, it is not as nice as this, but like we've put so much sweat equity into the pod. It would just be such a shame yeah. to like stop doing it. Mm-hmm. And you know, who knows? It, it, she may, she may have a pilot picked up. She's currently waiting to hear on. So she may come to LA to shoot that anyways. Mm-hmm. And so there will be a way for us to kind of figure it out. But, um, cool. yeah, well, it sounds man. like you guys are going to figure it out, whatever that we is. We want to, I think that's yeah. the important part. Yeah. Um, and but, you say you, you love each other at the end of each podcast, or when you get off the phone with Jamie, do you say I love you? She do, We do say that a lot more than I'm yeah. probably used to with people. That's she's sweet. very love. She's a very loving. I was watching an episode, and I didn't know. Uh, 
enough about you guys because yeah. I don't listen to a podcast regularly. Yeah. I don't, even though it's great, I just don't. Uh, but she was like picking stuff off your shirt, putting her, her head on your shoulder. I was like, they love each other. So sweet. Yeah. We spent um, all pandemic, you know, we'd go to her house every Sunday and we would watch either football or whatever. We'd barbecue every night or every Sunday night and then play with her kids. And like, it was our only, it's the only, we had a pod together, mm -hmm. you know, like the quarantine pod, you <laughs> yeah, know? Yeah. And so that was our, really our only socialization was with each other. Um, she's just such, they're, they're both, Rob is, you know, he's got this like angry streak in him, but he's also mm -hmm. the most genuine, one of the most thoughtful people I know. And then Jamie's just so sweet and um, giving and, and uh, you know, it, they're just so, uh, they've been celebrities for so long that they've just become normal people. That's great. They're not, they're not affected. There's like certain things. And they also have money too. So it's mm -hmm. like the, the, they, they just have everything that a celebrity would have access to without like the ego around it. That's the best kind. That's the best great. kind of celebrity. I'm waiting for them to like, yeah. you know, show a little bit of their diva, but it hasn't, it That's hasn't awesome. really come up. Yeah. Well, thank you for doing my podcast. Thanks for great. having Getting me. Getting to know you a little bit. Yeah. Big fan. Check out your podcast, which is called the Pajama Party. Pajama Pants. Pajama, sorry. The Pajama Pants. We should have went with Pajama Party, now that you mention it. Uh, they're both good. They're both good. Pajama Pants. You know, some people don't like to, I don't like to party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Parties, if, I'd count me out. I'd rather sit around in pants. Yeah, I'd rather sure. sit around in pants. Yeah, thanks so much, man. Thanks for doing it. See ya. You're listening to, you're listening to unlicensed. Unlicensed. unlicensed, 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 unlicensed therapy with Ari Manis. to the end of the podcast almost an hour and a half over an hour and 20 minutes of interview and it was good talked about a lot learned a lot about one another nice guy huh chill guy cool guy so kind i don't know i didn't know him i literally dm'd him on instagram because i was a fan he came on we met he was tight big fan anyways thank you guys for listening again if you haven't already leave a review on apple Podcasts, comment down below on the youtube and hit subscribe there hey join the channel if you want to be supportive go on arimanis.com buy my book or a t-shirt there's so many ways you could help me follow me on instagram follow the guests dm the guests tell them how much you like them on the podcast who knows spread the word do your part Make my dreams come true. Hey, thank you guys. We'll see you next week.